Now on Food FM, it's a new series with Arthur Potts Dawson, The Coffee Table. First of all, a word from our sponsors. Founded in 1927 by Giuseppe and Bruno Bambi, La Mazzocco had its beginnings in Florence, Italy, birthplace of the Italian Renaissance. It seems only fitting that La Mazzocco would earn a world-renowned reputation for making beautiful, high-quality, superbly crafted and uniquely designed espresso machines with great attention to detail. Even today, highly specialised personnel supervise each stage in the production of every single machine handcrafted to order for each and every client, from the kitchen counter to the speciality coffee bar. The Coffee Table on Food FM with La Mazzocco. To find out more about Food FM and our content, go to foodfmradio.com. Hi, this is Food FM. My name is Arthur Potts Dawson. I'm here with Marco Arrigo on the Coffee Table, sponsored by La Mazzocco, and we are talking about cold brew coffee. Uh, hi, Marco. How are you doing today? I'm really well, Arthur. I'm in your Willy Wonka chocolate factory, or coffee factory, I should say, and we're looking at cold brew coffee, and I've got about 20 glasses laid out in front of me. Marco, just before we jump into what cold brew coffee is and everything, but but what are we what are we doing today? We're talking about cold brew coffee. What's the style of it? Where's it come from? Yeah, I think... Cold brew's um, a little bit misunderstood, I think, in some ways. It's it's coming to the market. I don't think it hit the market hard, hard. It kind of, it's kind of there, and lots of people are making it. Um, and I, hopefully, when the summer comes along, more people are going to switch to this. You, this is your this is your uh, uh, sort of energy drink that's good for you. This is better for you than a, than a popular brand name energy energy drink. You know, it's a little boost. It's a natural product. It's something that the coffee shops can make rather than selling cans of pop. Uh, uh, you know, for one pound each and making twenty p. You know, we can make something and have a decent margin in it. The, the, the origins of cold brew is really about that because the origins of cold brew was. Uh, to use up your old coffee if you had some coffee that was a little bit past its best and you couldn't make a perfect espresso with it or filter coffee you could make cold brew and more or less get away with it you know you're getting away with it because if the coffee's a little bit old and you're not adding hot water to it it's not lifting bitterness it's not giving you an old flavor what, what, what do you mean old well, the, I think the, the age of the coffee, I think, starts in the oils where the oils start to become rancid. And by the cold process, the oils aren't coming out of the coffee. This came really, if, if you, many years ago, we learnt how to make iced tea properly. And for years as a barista, I was taught to make iced tea by literally making tea and then putting ice in it. And this made a very cloudy, thick iced tea that was unpleasant and full of tannins. And later on, we learnt from the Europeans that they were putting a tea bag into cold water and sticking it in the fridge for 12 hours. And the quality of the flavour after... I mean, we started playing with really high-quality green teas and and, uh, things like that and put them in the fridge for 12 hours with ice water. And the elegant flavours that we were getting out completely crystal clear because there was no... No oils coming out, and we beautiful flavors. And and that's and so what we've learned from iced tea, and then turned that into iced coffee. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I think I think it's that's how we explain the different flavors that we're getting into cold brew with with the lack of with the lack of heat. We, it doesn't taste like a cold filter coffee. Mm. It's a different animal. And so we've learned from iced tea and turned that into iced coffee because I thought iced coffee has been around for a long time. Is it something new? I suppose iced coffee's been around a while, but a cold brew coffee is a very new product. Mm. And, you know, probably 10 years it's been around. Right, yeah, because I've only really felt cold brew coffee, yeah, in, in the past few years. But because you're so advanced in the in the industry, market, you've obviously seen it come up and become something. Um, but and, and what's the advantage of cold brewing a coffee uh, rather than a sort of an iced coffee? 
I said these different processes give you very different flavours, and if you have some really nice single origins that are unusual and have some quirky flavours or funky flavours or something, these processes enhance the flavours differently. And so you'd kind of look at the coffee and go, "This is very floral. Make a nice cold brew," or you know, I I I think a a stronger coffee would probably make a very good kombucha or something, Mm. or a, a very caramelly kind of coffee. So I think if you really know the product really well and you know what coffees you've got, you'll decide which way to go with it like you would as a chef. So a cold brew versus an iced coffee. So an iced coffee you'd probably extract from an espresso machine and you'd make it hot. Mm. And a cold brew is obviously a cold brew. Is that the difference? Yeah, and it's as different as a... It's, it, the, the difference is that there's no oil and the, the oil is... Um, makes it very cloudy, and it gives, but it does have lots of flavour in that oil too. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a, I used to make my cold brews, and it's going to get a little bit nerdy, but I used to really love to use half mineral water because when you make cold brew with a mineral water, it makes a really bright, crisp, crystal clear, bright, and it even tastes two or three degrees colder than the tap water. Um, and when I make cold brew with tap water, I get a little bit more oils, I get more cloudy, I get a very soft flavour, and it tastes a little bit warmer than the mineral water. The two are very, very different. And I like to mix them together because they're two very, very different things and they both have different flavours and they're both very nice. There's much more flavour in the tap water. Um, and there's, but the colour and the brightness of the mineral water and the lightness of it, it's nice to mix them together. So I did it like that for years. I never used to tell anyone that. Online, on smart speakers and on Listen Again, this is Food FM. The Coffee Table with Lamazocco Espresso Machines, handmade in Florence since 1927. We're standing in a fantastic kitchen that has got every type of gadget you could ever need to make all types of coffee. And in front of me are 12 glasses. And Marco, you're going to tell me about these glasses because I'm not quite sure what's going on here because I'm sort of playing the the dumb coffee person. But uh, I can see 12 glasses and they look different colours. But Marco, can you explain to us what's what's happening here? Because it's interesting and, and I'll have to show you the photographs and check them out on the website. It's interesting because there's so many different colours. Yeah, so what we did last night, I wanted to give you a nice understanding of cold brew in kind of one session. So we at midnight last night, I put on two five-litre cold brews, 250 grams of coffee into five litres of water. At midnight last night, I think I did half water, half ice uh, to get it really cold. And I put them outside to keep them as cold as possible yesterday. And then from nine o'clock this morning... I did actually, that was actually six o'clock. I didn't get up in time, so I turned it round and started this at nine o'clock. So at nine o'clock this morning, we've got nine hours. So nine hours of brewing. Nine hours Midnight of brewing. to 9 a.m. Okay. And I wanted you to start at the beginning here. I, I chose deliberately two very different coffees, a Brazilian and a Colombian. The Brazilian is that really chocolatey, dark, tobacco-y kind of coffee. I can see that in the different colours here. We've got quite a, like you say, chocolatey dark, but it's not as chocolatey or dark as, let's say, no. a coffee that you put through a machine. This no. is still quite light. No, this this looks like something, uh, you know, that's left over in the, in the filter mm. machine at the moment. It's very light. And the other coffee is a Colombian, which is very sort of acidic and citrusy. And, and you can see it's actually a slightly higher quality uh, coffee as well than the, the Brazilian. But, it looks slightly more orangey in a way. Mm. It's got that kind of orange colour to it. Yeah. But at the beginning here, at the nine hours, at the, at the earliest stage of the cold brew, 
They're very similar. You're not going to really be able to... I want you to... Got We're going to do a tasting here, and I'm going to try and talk you through this tasting. Very, very highly, <laughs> highly sophisticated black uh, tasting spoon here. Delicious. Oh, here we go. Now we have gold tasting spoons. I told you, Marco's got everything we ever need in his kitchen. So I have a gold tasting spoon. Um, fantastic. Is that a coffee flower? That's a coffee flower etched into a gold spoon, just to let you know. Anyway, so we are here um, in Marco's kitchen, and we're tasting cold brew coffee. I have to put... the microphone down in order to do this now Marco um, how do we go about tasting cold brew coffee so starting here at this end we saw it we're at the nine hours this is nine hours of uh, very large grind the grind of the coffee at this stage is almost like sand mm. and this is important that I found with cold brew the kind of larger the grind the longer the time but it, it gives you a much much cleaner buttery kind of f finish it almost mm. tastes like there's milk in it when you get to the other end and am i tasting the the, the whole spectrum of one coffee or am i tasting both against each other I, I i first wanted you to sort of taste them both at this nine end hours. okay to see if you can tell much difference between them so i've got it, the brazilian which is nine hours brewed and you're saying this is a large grind over time yeah so, so the, this the, is I'm nine yeah, it's got a soft... Co I mean, the, the, the coffee aroma is still quite strong, but it's soft, it's not aggressive. It almost tastes like green coffee before it's roasted. You know, that kind of wheaty green Okay, it tastes, tastes like a bit of toffee, a tiny bit of burnt. Do you get a little bit of Weetabix? Weetabix, now you say it. Yes, that's sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah that's, that's kind that's of... That's almost uh, like the sack. And then this one is the Colombian. It's a little softer, it's not as strong aromatically. No, oh, it's much gentler. Oh, see. Yeah, it's softer. Yeah, yeah, that's delicious. I actually all of a sudden like the Colombian much more than the Brazilian. Really good. Yeah. So as you go down now, nine. Now, what happened in an hour? What happened between nine and ten o'clock? Ten and eleven, twelve. And this is what people okay. I don't think do when they make cold brew. I think yeah. they get told cold brew. It's like pulled pork, eighteen hours in the oven. Mm. Did you taste it at sixteen? Mm. Might be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've dried it out. Yeah. So oh, here. Good. Okay. So shall I just go down the Brazilian go down, line? Go down the line. And, okay. And now look at. This is an hour later. An hour later, mm. and certain flavours are coming. Stay on the Brazilian side and quickly goes to the next one mm. and it's, it, it's mellowing a little bit it's it, it's still got that kind of yeah sort of toffee flavor to it i think there's a point that is one of these glasses is the sweet spot mm. and when you get to the next glass you realize oh it's okay, too let me try this. okay so this is this is now 11 o'clock in the morning 11. which has been 11 hours brewing brewing oh so now they're starting to develop a few tannins i can see more oil there's a sort of almost mm. a shine on mm. the top of this one at 11. So 11 hours, there's a little bit more oil on the top mm. and um, it's a little bit more tannin. It's, it's actually a little bit more aggressive. Mm. Uh, this one is a, what's this, 12 o'clock now? It's 12 hours brewing. Oh, that's a little bit sweeter. Yeah. So, so you think that's... But, but no, now I'm getting it's a bit more acidic, actually. It yeah. starts it's very sweet and then boom, the acid comes in on the palate and mm -hmm. I'm getting a lot of tannin. Yeah. yeah. You see, so you, uh, you, you're, it's dialing in to... Yeah, actually that's, that's getting very aggressive now, yeah. Now yeah, go yeah. to the next mm -hmm. one. Okay, so this is two o'clock, so you had lunch. Yeah, I went to lunch. Yeah, yeah I went to Italian lunch. Italian lunch. Is that glass the same yeah. time? Okay, so now this is 2pm, so this is... 14 hours mm. and it's um it's very clean mm. it's definitely more oily mm. it's not as aggressive as the 12 p.m mm. actually so it, it's mellowed over another two hours mm. um but so you're now still actually enjoying it. You're still enjoying as it. i'm breathing in and out of my mouth I'm, I'm i'm getting um a very strong tannin now yeah it's yeah. getting stronger and stronger that tannin it's not unpleasant when you're drinking no. that with mm. a big glass of ice mm. on a hot day and you've got 
that sort of dry red berry tannin is actually mm. refreshing. Yeah. In the sun. Now that the, last one. The last one I, here. So we're we're at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. So it's fifteen hours of brewing. Mm. Let's have a. And now oh, there's definitely a difference there. And at yeah, that that's, point, that's too strong. The caffeine and yeah. the minerals and the salts mm. and all the nasty things that's in the coffee yeah. that you don't want mm. are starting. Are, are just soluble. They're one hundred percent soluble mm. in the thing. Now do the same thing again with the higher quality Columbia mm-hmm. on the back, mm. and there's quite a difference in price between the two. There's a real difference in colour. Mm. Um, there does seem to be a little bit more difference in the oil, and I can see the oil has come out through the hours. Mm. Um, the Colombian, which is the, the second, I've got, I've got ten looks, o'clock now. Looks like cider. Back down long. It is got that. that I've given you cider. a spoon that doesn't. Fit no, I'm the pouring a spoon. This <laughs> glass is the same size, but the rims aren't letting me in. No, not the same. Try this yeah. spoon. Oh, it's completely different. Isn't that beautiful? It's completely different. It's that's... soft though. It's buttery. Yeah. It's um. I like that buttery. What you say, buttery? Yeah. It's hard yeah. to explain. It's like a fat on your tongue. It's yeah. Like a fat inside mm. your mouth. Mm. Almost mm. like there's milk in it. Yeah. No, it's that <laughs> is delicious actually. Um, very very nice. I'm being handed lots of different types of spoons because some of them don't fit into the top of the glass. That's but silver. these are that's these silver. are wine glasses. Yeah. Um, sort of almost like sherry glasses. These aren't they? Okay, so this is eleven hours. Yeah. This is the third. Colombian I'm tasting and I actually liked I think of all of the Brazilians 11 o'clock the best yeah now actually on this last one 10 o'clock I'm trying to go backwards slightly I'm getting quite a salty flavour from 10 o'clock in mm-hmm. Colombia yeah this is my maturing over the hour between 10 and 11 in Colombia I think I stirred it uh I may have between 10 it. and 11 yeah I think I did a 10 and a 9 and a 10 and I'm getting a bit the like the colour's darker yeah I the gave, colour's it, I gave it a little stir because yeah. I was like look Arthur's coming at 3 I need to get some <laughs> I need to get this this thing cracking on I think I, and so, I can see you can see yeah so that's kind of disturbed it a little bit it's mm. not cloudy no. but that's delicious mm. it's, it's, it's more than the buttery one at 10 and this one here has got a tiny little bit of chocolate in it it's got a tiny little bit of smoke in it it doesn't taste burnt but it's definitely oily. Mm. Um, okay, 12 o'clock, 12 hours after brew. Mm. The colour's calmed down a little bit now. The one that you stirred, it got darker, and now 12 o'clock, it's gotten lighter. Well, it again. settled again, yeah. probably. Oh, this one's getting sweeter. And it's elegant. Yeah, isn't it, it is refined refined. elegant. Yeah, it's sweeter. It's, it's still got the buttery, it's still got the oil. <laughs> it's still got the smoky... It's not a smoke. I don't know what it's not yeah, burned. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like a, a whiskey. Yeah, like an open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it does look like whiskey. Mm. Okay, I think between ten and twelve, I quite like the ten o'clock and I like the twelve o'clock. Eleven is a bit much because maybe that was stirred, but it's not to say it's not, it's not good. I can see what you mean between the two. You say there's an ex- there's an expense between the two. There's a difference yeah, yeah. in cost. I'm assuming the Colombian's more expensive. Is that right? I mean, it's like double the price. Double the price, yeah. Okay. But it's not double the price in the glass, is it? You'd pay ten p more. <laughs> am I am I crazy? Was there a tiny little bit of citrus in midday? Well, in the Colombian, yeah. it's going to become very citrusy. Ah. So it's in. It, so what I'm saying, the, the attributes of the coffee are coming out mm. as we go down yeah. the line. Yeah. At the beginning here, they're quite similar. Mm. I mean, you picked up. You've got a good palate. Normally, I do this with numpties. And so you don't, you know, you got you straight away, you got yeah, it. Yeah. Normally, I get two people who go, tastes like coffee. Yeah, you know, oh, no, and we no, start from that like point, coffee, but yeah. you got them straight yeah. away. Mm. So as as we go down the line, the, the characteristics of the coffee is really coming out. Yeah, the Brazil yeah. is turning into this really, chocolate, really tobacco-y, yeah. leathery kind mm. of musky flavour, and then mm. on the left, the Colombia is orangey, and it's turning into this citrusy, mm. orangey, 
uh, chocolatey. Real difference, Mark. I yeah. mean, I'm so surprised. So, um, just to uh, say where we are, this is uh, Food FM. It's the coffee table with me, Arthur Potts Dawson, here with Marco Rigo talking about cold brew coffee. We've got a Brazilian and a Colombian running in time um, across 250 grams of five liters of liquid. We're, we're at hour 14, which is two o'clock in the afternoon, on our Colombian cold brew, and. Uh, has it gone? A little bit more orangey. You're right about the citrus. And you hadn't said citrus before, but I'm definitely picking up mm. this kind of... And you're hearing me just drink and Marco do it properly with a big slurp. Give us another I was slurp, trying Marco. to do a quiet one. Yeah, oh, that was a quiet yeah, one. Give, yeah. me, give me a proper slurp then, because I'll try it. Uh. I've got a really little spoon, so I'm not doing oh. it properly oh, anyway. Well, then, take, take, <laughs> take my golden spoon, Marco. It's much more... <laughs> doesn't fit in the glass. But, um, and you can see it's gone too far. Yeah, again, yeah. And uh, can uh, you see it's almost o'clock. another problem with cold brew? It can have an oxidised flavour. Mm, yeah. And it's, it, I think it's, it's followed us quietly along mm. as we've mm. tasted it. There is a little bit of that oxidised. Yeah. James Hoffman um, famously dislikes cold brew for this oxidised flavour. And um, So we've tasted from nine there. o'clock till three o'clock. Um, yeah. We have, I mean, my two favourites are probably the... 10 o'clock Colombian and the 12 o'clock Colombian and then on the Brazilian I quite like the 11 o'clock mm. and, and would quite like the 2 o'clock so there's a sort of time frame here isn't yeah. there and you've said and I'm interested in this Marco because you talk about grind mm. versus time so this at, is big at, grind at this long time point you say to me right Marco I want to serve number 12 in my shop tomorrow morning yeah how do we go about this? Firstly, I don't think anyone does this, does this first take. I think they just go, mm. how do you make cold brew? Do yeah. this for eight hours. And mm. they just do that. Yeah. I think you chuck it in. I would taste it every hour. And there's a point where you go, hey, that's quite good. Mm. And if you can save time, time mm. is money. I mean, if yeah. you could. And, and so uh, to, to play with time, we can play with grind. Mm. And so if we make the grind smaller, we increase the surface area and we speed this up. Mm. But the results aren't quite as elegant, mm. you know? So if you want to come round the table... What have you got more for me? What have you we've got, got three more coffees. Oh, right, three more coffees. I thought we'd done that. Okay, so we're still doing cold brew. Let's have a look. So three more glasses. So... Okay, oh, wow, these are really dark. Look at this. Come on, Mark. What's going on here, Marco? So this is a, this is a, a, a coffee. All I've done is I've ground it uh, a little bit finer. Mm. So this is, very, this is very much like a normal filter grind. And the cold brew grind, I would call higher, you know, much larger than a, than a, cold, than mm. a filter grind. Um, and so with, with this, I've, uh, I've done a three-hour, a five-hour, and a seven-hour cold brew. Mm. And there's a lot to be said for a three- or four-hour cold brew. Mm. You know, you can achieve similar results to the very, very long time. Um, and this comes from, I've got a lot of customers who, you know, may... Uh, absurdly get up at five o'clock in the morning to come and turn out their cold brew when really you could just change the recipe make the grind slightly finer and speed up things a little bit so this is oh, a parameter okay. this is a direction that you can go into to speed things up a little bit if you've got to produce 80 liters of cold brew for tomorrow morning then you can do it a little bit this way and this is where this has all come from you know i've had those jobs and i had to produce a huge amount of cold brew for the next morning and this is how you end up discovering these things. It works okay, you know. Um, All right, so we've got a three-hour cold brew, but much finer grind, or much finer, but a finer grind, so you can accelerate the process. Let me taste this. As you can tell, my slurping is still absolutely rubbish. Yeah, that 
is stronger. Stronger. It's smokier. A little bit more, but maybe maybe I'm getting more characteristics of how the mm. coffee was roasted. And the colour is different too. It's much darker. Mm. It looks more like a sherry. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit rougher mm, than yeah. the elegance of the other. I'm getting brew. peanuts. Why am I getting peanuts? Hazelnuts, yeah. Hazelnuts. Hazelnuts. It's very natellery, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I think that you, you um, by speeding up the process with this, you know, doing a finer grind, you come up with... It's a, I think it's a little bit rougher. It's a little bit harsher. It's not quite as smooth as the... Uh, an elegance as the other And what one. would you do? Put a sort of sugar syrup in there or something to serve a kind no, of... No, no, you would serve that with ice. Now, yeah. at this level, I would say that all five hours oh that's strong now there's a there's a reason for that wow now if i look at these two here three hours and five hours let's dismiss seven hours i think i was just showing off come on i I want to see seven you can't you can't hide seven hours let's try seven you might spit that across the room well, I've perfected my slurp, but yeah, that is not, slurp, uh, yeah. that's not tasting so good. Lots no, the berry's very so strong. So if we look at three and five, um, I would make you a three mm. if you were going to sip it as it is, or if you're going to have maybe pour that over ice. I would do for three hours or four hours, and you can, you can just drink that straight up. On the other hand, if I was going to do maybe a nitro or mm. something that steals flavour, mm. I would leave it five hours Mm-mm-mm. and give it a little bit more flavour because mm. what you gain in texture with the nitro, you lose in flavour. But we'll do that at the end with the nitro. So the parameters here are, we've got the grind. Everything is cold. We don't talk about hot and cold. We've got the grind. The finer the grind, the quicker we can do this in. And so you need to find the sort of rhythm that suits your business where you can go home at night, put your cold brew on, come back in the morning, turn it out, filter it and get it absolutely perfect. Now, neither of these are perfect. Are you talking about perfection now, Marco? Where, where is perfect then? What, what do we need to do perfect to get to perfect? somewhere in the middle where you yeah. get the process exactly in sync with the grind and what you're producing. Mm. And so if you come round the table... Oh, right, we've got one more glass here. Okay, oh, are you going to serve me the perfect... All right, let's taste this then. Okay, well, all of a sudden I can see the colour is... It is a sort of cross between what you've shown me on the timing and the accelerated finer grind and this a little bit orangey, isn't it? A bit more like this Colombian. Um, Shall I taste this? Yes. Will you taste it it with me? What am I going to do? So I don't need to stir it, but I'm just going to put my spoon in. So this is... And the smell? Oh, it's very gentle. I'm still getting, I'm still getting kind of not burnt, but you know, there's an edge to it, isn't it? It's not Ooh. toast, toast burnt, but that flavour. Oh yeah, the flavour is is deeper, is richer. Caramel. It is caramel. But it's uh, it's got the sort of flavour of the characteristics from the left, from the cloudiness. But it's got a beautiful colour, and and if you put ice, if you put that on ice, mm. it would just brighten up so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it would really become a beautiful crystal colour. You know, and the the. The, the last thing with cold brew is that we can make this up in the summer. The cost of this is the manufacture, not the, not the actual ingredients. The ingredients are cheap. Yeah. It's the process that's expensive. Yeah. And so people look at cold brew and they, they can't understand the price of it sometimes. Yeah. You've got to remember the filtering of this takes ages. Yeah. And, you've got to, and sometimes when you're doing a big batch, you start filtering and you finish filtering four hours later. Yeah. What you're filtering is so different to what you started filtering. Yeah. That is a very, very complicated thing to do. Uh, now, because you're because you're filtering slowly, is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay, so so the first brewing that comes out of the um, 
what are these these sort of these tubs is that you turn you turn the tap the coffee comes out and then the coffee that comes out first is not the same as the coffee that comes out last well yeah in the pro, in the filtering process it mm. uh, takes now now let's be clear we're not doing the fanatical um, speciality coffee sort of cold brew where you put one drop of water per second onto the coffee and you leave it for 12 hours and you come back in the morning and you've got an egg cup full of coffee mm. you know, or half a litre of coffee. We're, 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 we're talking about a very simple method at home of just putting a ratio of coffee. Literally take a jam jar, put a spoonful of coffee into cold water and stick it in your fridge and, and make a very nice tasting uh, cold brew Without getting too deep into it, I wanted to go into just to show you that it's about grind and what it what it does if you change the grind, what it does when you change the coffee. But really, don't get too hung up on a recipe. Don't get too hung up on a, on a mm. on a process here, unless you're making it for a bar or something that you have to produce liters of it. Um, we're doing it in a way where we can make five liters at a time, mm. and the end result is very, very, very good. Mm. Um, I, I, maybe not as good as one meticulously made over you know hours and hours and hours, one drip at a time. But I've always made it this way because I've always had to produce a lot of it. Online, on smart speakers, and on Listen Again. This is Food FM. The Coffee Table with Lamazocco Espresso Machines, handmade in Florence since 1927. I didn't realise, Marco, that cold brew coffee was so complex and was very much about the hour, was very much about the grind, and the difference in flavour and oil content is quite dramatic. And what about the, the caffeine content? So is it the same as an espresso? You know, are we still going to get the same buzz? It's it's much worse. Uh, it's it's very high. Um, you're leaving the solids in contact with the liquids for way too long, and everything, one hundred percent of the caffeine comes out. Some cheap coffees can be the equivalent of fifteen espressos. Um, that's why it's really important to use a high quality coffee for the cold brew, uh, because it uh, obviously you want as little caffeine in there as possible, and maximum caffeine comes out. That's why I always said this is the sort of organic energy drink you know mm, and you should okay. look at it that way it's mm. it's quite a kick so originally then uh, and i'm just questioning this around the, the, the going historically back to the, the origins of coffee would it then have been brewed cold would it have been put into a cold water and then drunk like that and that's why it would have been stronger i've no idea if they mm. ever drank it cold I'm no. not, i don't i don't think that didn't come up in our history series no. at all did it with no. jonathan mm. um i think that's a, probably a fairly recent thing mm. oh, you know yeah. down by the beach well, I think, then have I just said about 10 espressos, Mark? Am I going to start climbing the wall? No, no, this is not bad coffee. This yeah. is quite a high-quality okay. coffee. Now, if we come around the corner... I am. We come around the corner, and, and now you mentioned nitro a little earlier. Um, nitro, uh, this is what chefs use to kind of fluff up their sauces, and, and some even make mashed potato like this. I mean, I've seen fluffy mash, like, it looks like it's come out of a nitro. But this is basically a, a sort of, it looks like a thermos flask, and uh, we're just filtering some coffee through a filter paper and it's filtering into you can hear there's one second not a good sound really i quite like that sound we're giving authenticity to the recording this is a a coffee so it's a cold brew coffee that's going into a a nitro a creamer and i can see here there's a packet of silver they look like sort of small aqua lungs and that's going to 
Right, you're screwing on the screwing on the lid. So it's as if we do. But what are you showing me? I mean, I'm, 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 my eyes are wide open here. What's going on? So what we're doing is putting the cold brew that we made earlier into the into the siphon, and what we want to do is just nitro it up a little bit. And I wanted to show you what happens to cold brew. Um, when I make cold brew, I do it, um, you know, four hours if I want to drink it straight away, mm. five hours if I want to drink it over ice, and then six hours if I'm going to nitro it because I lose a lot of flavour. Oh. So the cold steals the flavour? I don't know, the texture steals the flavour, I think. The texture, OK. So here's the first one. Right, I can hear... So the gas is emptying into the siphon. And this is not, one. N this is not um, nitrous oxide, which the, you're used to using in the creamers. Oh. Um, nitrous oxide is the stable enough. It's oh. got a bit of oxygen in it. I don't want any oxygen. I think the, the, the cold brew already has a slight ox oxidisation issue okay. without adding any oxygen. Mm. So this is... You can't buy this. I think it's just becoming available in the UK, uh, these cartridges. So, 10 nitrogen coffee cocktail chargers. All right, okay, so this is pretty specialised. This is, this is a bit this is about coffee cocktails now. I had to buy, like, 30 cases from Malaysia to get this. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's the third one. Uh, give it a good old shake. And what is, it's going to have such lovely time. So, we've got, a, we've got a martini glass in here now, and um, Marco is... Frothing and fluffing, and the coffee is a completely different colour. Come out like milk. It's come out like sort of milky, creamy. Yeah, it looks like a latte, but, but I'm assuming it's ice cold. What's going on in there? So it's like a Guinness. Ah, yeah, it's swirling around. It is. It is separating a bit like a Guinness, and it's settling. And there's a sort of centimetre of white foam, and then it's sort of settling a bit like Guinness. And what's going on here, Marco? Well, it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny bubbles are just giving it some texture. If you taste it, it's creamy. Okay. And we've made mayonnaise again. Yeah, oh my God, it, it, it's creamy, but it's also, it has taken some of the flavour away, but it really has smoothed out that coffee flavour. That yeah. is really, really good. It's very inert, and, it, and you can't get that with the nitrous oxide. The bubbles are too big. The, the um, nitrogen is so much more stable and so much tinier. The bubble. Now you see it's a proper... Sort it's sort of, of settling as a cocktail. Yeah. So what would you use this for? What, what is it? So we've got, oh. a, we've got a nitro and you've got coffee. And would, would you add alcohol to this? What's going I on here? I just do a very simple vodka espresso. Well, not vodka espresso. It's really a vodka cold brew, isn't it? Mm. And uh, it's exactly the same recipe as a, as a vodka espresso. Mm. And uh, it comes out beautifully. In fact, you could... I like these because uh, you can do... You have to put less vodka because it tastes very strong if mm. you do a proper vodka espresso mm. recipe. So you put sort of half the vodka in, and it's quite a nice little light, summery, low-alcohol sort of vodka espresso. But this is the other thing I've got. I think that textures need to be similar for them to work. The, the whole thing about, you know, espresso in tonic water, mm. I've never gone... I've never been nuts about. Espresso in tonic water? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that before. Never heard that? It, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be a thing. Yeah. It's not really caught on because it's not fantastic. It's sort of a, an interesting flavour, but it's not that nice. And so I think that it tastes a lot nicer if you put, like, a, a similar viscosity together so if mm. you put cold brew in tonic water it tastes quite nice it's mm -hmm. like a fizzy coffee mm -hmm. uh, the two viscosities kind of meet to get somewhere in the middle and taste nice espresso is too thick too mm. syrupy to mm. mix with the bubbly water it's mm. a two two opposites mm -hmm. and so I, I think that you know you get this elegant elegant uh, thing that 
I, I like sometimes in, in, in this where we make something and it takes two or three minutes to settle. So I, I did this at a place called Daniel Galvin, the hairdressers in Baker Street, where you make a, you, you make a drink that you have to put in front of somebody and they can't move because yeah. someone's cutting their hair. Yeah. And so I used to play with these, like the tea, the tea flowers that open up. And oh, yeah. These yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we used to do the menu of very, very visual things mm-hmm. because these poor women are stuck there with a towel around them and they, they, they can't move and they, they've got to watch this drink sort of settle over mm-hmm. two or three minutes mm-hmm. um and it's it, it it's never it hasn't caught on caught on though i think mm-hmm. there's a lot of places have it on the menu but mm-hmm. i don't think it's really caught on the the, the 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 retail side of it hasn't hasn't taken off at all i don't think marco has been cold brewing coffee for well 18 hours now and um there are two troughs of coffee here with with taps on and um, one is darker than the other. I'm guessing that the one on the right, Marco, is the Brazilian and one on the left is the Colombian. Mm. Two different colours, two different qualities. And it's been amazing to find out how and why um, it's best to taste it every hour to get your flavour because I think some people will probably have a different appreciation of the different timings, Marco. So there's no hard and fast rule on this, is it? Go with what you like and um, then filter it, put it in the fridge and serve it refreshing over ice yeah you can't you can't go wrong and it's you can get away with murder you know you don't it doesn't have to be that precise this Mm. isn't something you need to measure infinitely on cold brew Mm. uh it's take some leftover coffee some coffee that might have been wasted mix it with water put it in a jam jar throw it in the fridge and i like to chemex it you know the chemex filter the next Mm. day just put the whole thing through Mm. the chemex and i've never made a bad one Mm. you know i've made them wrong but I've never made one you couldn't drink, mm. you know. They've all been pretty good. And, you know, enjoy it. I think we need to also... Some some parts of coffee, I think, should be a little bit more light-hearted and knock this out for the thing. Also, the, the weakness of it almost delivers more flavour. There's something nice about the cold brew where... The, the, the thinness of it, almost mm. you can detect more flavour, more layers of flavour mm. the weaker you make it. Mm. And this is a real classic example as you went down. The, as you, if you go back down the line towards the nine hour, mm. towards the weaker one, th- th- there's different flavours at both mm. ends. Mm. So, yeah, it's just about all the different directions you can hit coffee, all the different ways we can mm. throw water at it or milk at it or, you know, ha- how long we can steep it or pre-infuse it. I mean, this is really an infusion, more like a tea than it is a coffee. I think we probably couldn't have talked on the coffee table about coffee and not brought up cold brew coffee because it's obviously something that is... um, an important discussion because you can see the oils breaking out of it you can see the different colors you can definitely taste the different um hours as they tick tock past you know from nine till five they really are um completely different i'm glad you could see that actually i was worried that you wouldn't notice big differences between yeah. them i was going to remove every other one to make the differences more visible oh no we we definitely get through every hour yeah yeah no i i I do suggest any listener now does do a small cold brew and just tries those hourly ticks um past and just sort of get your own flavor and then from that uh find out how fine a grind you need or how big a grind you eat I, i think i actually like bigger grind and the longer time it's a little bit softer but if you need to accelerate it like you say marco you grind it a bit finer and you'll get a result quicker yeah if you if you say i shut my shop at 5 30 and i want to put it on at six Mm. you just need to keep touching the grind Mm. until you get it right Mm. and don't change any other uh, any other uh, Mm. variable Mm. and and tune it into yourself but i think also i want to encourage people more often 
to don't trust anything you're told. Somebody tells you you make this this way, you say, I'm going to taste it an hour earlier mm. and an hour later mm. and see what I think of it. Mm. I might like it an hour earlier. And, mm. you know, that, that, that difference in time might really mean everything to you. Mm. So for all you coffee heads out there, this is a cold brew coffee session at the coffee table with Marco Arrigo. Uh, my name is Arthur Botts Dawson. This is Food FM. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we welcome you back next time. Uh, hopefully we'll be talking about coffee kombuchas, Marco. Should we give that a go? Yeah, I mean, for, to make a coffee, kombucha you need to first put scoby into cold brew so we have the cold brew now that we can start making that um they can make the kombucha next fantastic we'll talk kombucha next um thank you for joining us listen in next time to find out more about food fm and our content go to foodfmradio.com the coffee table with lamazocco espresso machines handmade in florence since 1927